Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, it is party time again. It's time to live our dreams. Hello, Power Partners. You're listening to Star Style, be the star you are. With your hosts, I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are helping you reach for the stars and land on them. We have a very fun show for you today. We're going to start off with wine because it is California Wine Month. And um, Heather and I both enjoy wine. And Heather has a great uh, health matters that she's going to talk all about wine. In our second segment, we're going to talk about how to make friends and how to keep them for a lifetime And finally, lots of kids are at college, uh, getting ready to go to college, just getting into college, and we're going to talk about uh, Design Dorm 101, as well as what do you pack when you go away to college? Do you remember those times, Heather? My gosh, we've had that. (laughs) We had an entire SUV uh, stuffed from top to bottom. Good thing we were driving. Wouldn't have fit in a suitcase. The miracle moment, right? The miracle moment. I was driving was the right thing. <laughs> yeah, it was an exciting time. Uh, the miracle moment is brought to you by our three sponsors of the Pear Festival, which is coming up next weekend on September 26th. And we gratefully thank them. That's Michael Verbrugge Construction, Children's Success Unlimited, and the La Miranda Weekly. Visit their websites. You can find them at starstyleradio.com underneath events and you can find out all about the pear festival so the miracle moment is i live in ecstasy because there is no other reasonable alternative and that's from the movie today's special and i like that you know what it's there isn't no matter what you're going through if we decide we're going to be happy we'll find a little bit of uh, rainbows in that rain yeah <laughs> So, okay, well, California Wine Month is happening right now in September, and it celebrates California's signature agricultural product, or one of them, 
And all vintners and growers, you know, across the state are bringing this California Wine Month celebration. And it's very interesting if you drive through California, if you haven't done it before, that literally from the top of California to the border, you're going to see vineyards. There are vineyards just everywhere. So it's a great time to plan a visit to any place in California if you like wine. Grapes are being crushed now, so it is harvest time. And there are all kinds of celebrations. So, Heather, tell us about some of the special tastings, festivals, experiences, concerts, tours, whatever. Yeah, well, just as you said, all throughout the state, right from the from the top to the tippy bottom, from the top to the tippy toes, um, there is wine everywhere. And as we know, in the last, I would say really truly in the last 30 years, wine has become um, really more even just in the last 15 to 20, it's got even more intense. Like just kind of everyone is just on a big wine buzz. And as you know, there's different appellations and different styles of wine. And of course, Napa Valley is the Hollywood of wine in California. Um, but there's so many other places that people may not have recognized or slowly are starting to see these maybe in their grocery stores. The main boutique wines coming up. And the big thing of why um, September, so this is actually the 11th year celebration of um, the California Wine Month, which was uh, 11 years ago. Uh, uh, Governor uh, Governor Jerry Brown um, designated this as sort of an appreciation of what um, a big contribution to uh, California um, wine is of bringing in so many people that come. It's a great export of California. It's of what revenue and started to celebrate it. So with that thing of getting the whole state on board, um, as you know probably from growing up and personally being firsthand on the farm and the wine industry, is that summer, excuse me, September is harvest month. So why not celebrate um, wine in its very special month? This is when we think about the old wine crushings, you know, these big parties. Oftentimes, if you're part of, uh, you know, a wine uh, wine club, this is when they'd have their big annual events. So there's so many things going on um, all throughout the state, and it all just sort of depends on where you are and where to start. Um, one thing, for example, uh, we actually got married in um, Temecula, and Temecula is such a beautiful place. place. So incredibly gorgeous. So they're having starting to have their big harvest festivals. Um, sort of getting out along to uh, leading into uh, fall, which officially starts, I believe, on the twenty second, and um, leading up eventually into uh, Halloween. And just so they do all these various parties, um, very so many tastings and great live music. Um, in Temecula, kind of starting from the South Coast thing, um, there is at Thornton Winery they have a great jazz uh, jazz music thing that they do every Sunday. And South Coast as well has these uh, summer summer fall harvest um, uh, music festivals going on. So. So many things too, and a really fun thing also um, is you know all about the Groupon and all those great. Those are always a great thing one to look um, into when going up into any of the various wine wine areas. But a great thing, at least for Temecula, is if you go to TemeculaWineGrowers.com um, or just Google in Temecula Wine, it will bring you to their website, and you take coupons, and it's for nearly every single winery there. Things will be uh, buy one get one free, you know, pay for one tasting, or 
spend X amount and something else is free. Um, also, too, many of the places are doing specialized discounts in general there, but it's a great thing just to print those offers. Sometimes now um, places are trying to be more green and kind of sticking with the whole farming thing is a lot of times you even have to print things off. They will have those specialized barcodes on them, and they're few, free coupons to use. So um, if you're planning on going to anywhere in Jamaica, that's a great uh, option for you to see. Um, I, I think thing- other places probably are doing that kind of idea, too, because I know Lodi is just having their festival, and there's been a lot of stuff going up in Napa Valley, and I think Mendocino is having stuff. So I think the coupon thing, that's a cool idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah, and so something, so sort of Labor Day was a big kickoff for a lot of things, of course, and it's crazy to think that we are already two weeks in past that and that we are just getting closer and closer towards ethnic Christmas and New Year's when it comes to it. Um, yeah, well, actually, so North Coast-wise, there's the Sonoma Wine County uh, Festival that actually already went in, uh, went on. Um, and one thing, the San Francisco Bay Area, uh, Livermore is having their 34th uh, Harvest and Wine Festival. And something actually very exciting, which I believe is starting to go on uh, next week, which you would probably know even more about, is the Lafayette uh, Food and Wine Festival. And I actually had stumbled upon uh, an article recently just how it's going to uh, attract so many people throughout the Bay yeah. Area. Well, it's happening uh, this coming weekend, actually. And um, and usually usually we're pouring there for the La Mirinda Weekly. Uh, and a lot of, we've, there's a lot of vintners here, but it's a lot of food, a lot of wine, and the bands are really incredible. That's what people, people really come to dance. There's all, you know, it's street, it's like a street fair. They said last year over 50,000 people attended in 2000. I would think so, probably. Yes, right. Because and next week is the Pear and Wine Festival in Moraga. Yeah, and that Lafayette is, again, and then the Pear Festival is going on. So, I mean, those are the things, too, that just kind of this agricultural um, celebration of it. And if people don't know, the Lafayette is a very small little town, almost sort of, I can, uh, now I think of it, almost sort of like a Bend, Oregon, people know. It's a small area, um, but when they have these big, these festivals, that slowly, um, this area is becoming more, uh, I guess, having more little boutique wine shops. And that's an interesting thing, too. I will say, uh, I've I think just Americans in general, but especially Californians, uh, myself, and I know you've been one of them, we just love our wine here. And it's interesting, there are, I, I really feel that Napa wine, and just California wines, there's certain ones, Napa truly has, uh, Napa and Sonoma have some really great wines. There are certain ones throughout the state that are specialized, but for the overall larger population of good California wines would be coming from, uh, from NASA. Uh, I really think um, California wines rival many, you know, dare I say, you know, Italian wines and French wines. And uh, this has been, you know. Oh, absolutely. Well, they've been, you know, California wines have been winning awards now for, I think it's uh, since the 40s. And I want to say there was that, there was, uh, maybe it was the 70s. There was this really big, um, wine event you know it's a blind tasting and the French always win and it was whatever year that was California won and so ever since then you know the Californians and uh, really feel like they're rivaling all the great European and Australian and New Zealand wines there's wine everywhere now yeah, exactly. So, 
I mean, there truly is wine everywhere. And that's to say, so even throughout, um, I will say seeing wine everywhere, even um, in, not Humboldt, what is Bakersfield? There you go. There is even wine out in Bakersfield. There is wine in Oxnard, in Solving. Um, that's actually an experience we had. And all these places are having events throughout. It's just If you go um, to PRN Newswire, um, you'll find just a link that will have everything regarding uh, California Wine Month. Um, it's a great thing, too. I think also for Californians, I think where this is sort of September is also, in that way, the final little last trail off of summer, gearing into fall, that, you know, we start it off with Labor Day. That's usually when people start going back to school. But this year has been a especially warm, and, you know, that's just about California being hot and cold. This year, we've been having just very odd weather, and this is truly, I think, that final month where you know, your people are still having barbecues. We're seeing there's still, before it starts getting a little chilly outside, um, so this is that, really, I feel like this last month is a big hurrah of everything, and what another way, what better way to celebrate with drinking wine throughout the day. Um, as it's a bit uh, throughout Southern California, Northern England, um, I believe, I think recently you were up in Monterey, uh, if I'm, or Carmel, there's even wines up there. So if you just look up these things, and in particular areas, if you are someone who loves the Pinot Noir, someone who loves the Cab, there's simple directories online that you can find that you can sort of write, find exactly the wines you're looking for. And this is a great month that you're going to be able to get really great deals um, just looking at things they want to promote um, throughout the state and they want to sell this product. This is sort of our, our one of our big bread and butters. There's many great things in California. Right, um, this right. It's a great time for the wine and you get more. I have to um, tell you, I, ha- I have to jump in with just a side story about Pinot Noir. So most people have heard of Camus Vineyards, and that's Chuck Wagner, who is a, a family friend. We went to, we families went we went to school together up in the Santa Lena area. Anyway, uh, so he has his kids, uh, Heather, who are your age, and yeah. I think was it Joe that you went to the birthday party for? I'm trying to remember with Chris. Anyway, bottom line is is <laughs> he started a. Um, he, when he was, I don't know, 18 or 19, he started uh, buying Pinot Noir and growing grapes in different areas because after the movie um, Sideways came out and nobody wanted Merlot and everybody wanted Pinot, he thought it was going to be a great opportunity to get into Pinot. So he started his own label, naming it after his grandmother, and he made a very good Pinot for a reasonable price. I think you can buy it somewhere around $22 to $25, and Pinots are normally expensive if they're good. Anyway, just read in Wine Spectator the other night, he got bought out by Constellation. Wow. And and just take a guess what they paid. Just take a guess. Oh, something that's going to make me so sad because I did not get jump on the Pinot Noir wagon. What? Yes. Tell me, yes. tell me. Okay, well, oh, it's something you would never million. guess. $20 million. How much? $20 million. Well, it, you know, that would be like a really out there crazy guess, I would say, right? $310 million. What? Oh, <laughs> And I think my. he's 30. I think he's 30 or 32 or something like that. 
But anyway, on a hunch, that's what he did. So I know that's going off topic of California Wine Month, but that just goes to show you, it kind of reminds me of tulip mania in Holland in the 1600s when one tulip bulb uh, was as valuable as buying a house on one of the canals, you know. What? In Amsterdam, one tulip bulb. Well, then it crashed. You know, it crashed. Yeah, so I certainly hope that the wine industry doesn't crash, but... $310 million that you pay somebody for a label and they're going to keep him on for a couple of years to kind of watch the brand. But anyway, I think all of us were in the wrong, uh, we we made the wrong choices. We we all saw sideways. We should have said, hey, we better plant some Pinot. (laughs) That news actually wants, that makes me want to drink. So (laughs) that makes me want to open a great bottle of red wine and enjoy. And again, that's a great thing. With California, there are so many options. So many things out there, um, and I love hearing. Even though I wish I was the one telling it as my own personal story, um, I loved hearing stories like that about just someone just didn't name the wine thing and look what happened now. Yes, well, and Fantastic. I think also what's kind of cool about that particular story is the fact that it it just shows it's like only in America can you have an idea. And then implement it, you know. And, I mean, I think he had, he was buying grapes from all over California. He wasn't getting grapes just from Napa Valley. He was buying them from wherever. And then he made this melange. And he called it Mayomi. I think it's called Mayomi. Um, Mm. And it's after his grandmother. So it's M-E-I-O-M-I. Anyway, don't mean to be giving him a plug. but, But your dad and I were going, oh, my gosh. You know, this was the kid. And now he's. He's $310 million richer. <laughs> wow. I don't know what you do with all that money, but it is very exciting times. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. my goodness. Well, for more exciting things, if people want to come check out the website, going to BeTheStoryOr.com as well as BeTheStoryOr.org. As you mentioned briefly early before, that the Pear Festival is coming up, and that is a great way to come and support everything that's going on with the charity and the nonprofit as well. Yeah, so thank you. And go to starsaleradio.net, click on events. And if any of you have gotten wealthy from wine and you'd like to make a donation to be the star you are, or send wine here to Heather and I, we're always happy yes, to raise a glass to you. <laughs> we can totally do that. We love we 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 have a, we have a, always have a lot of fun here. Make sure to uh, come and uh, do that. So you can make a donation at BeTheStarYouAre.org. We're now celebrating our 17th anniversary. Or you can go to BTSYA.com and you can find us there as well. So when I come back from break, we are going to be talking about friendship and how to build a friend. And, of course, to get a friend, you have to be a friend. So... Uh, stay with us. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. My name's Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are your personal growth coaches here on the air live with you. Be back in a bit. Be the star you are. The star you Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, thanks for staying with us here on Star Style. Be the star you are. I'm excited because I will be speaking at the National gardening symposium and going to be helping people get more airtime and learn about being on the radio and television and and uh, how to be interviewed so that's going to be fun combining both my expertise with the radio and television with one of my favorite pastimes which is gardening and garden writing so looking forward to meeting all these incredible writers authors and other media professionals as well as all the professional gardeners I'm sure I'm going to come back just filled with all kinds of information and new friends, and I'm looking forward to that. So when we talk about friends, this is what our segment's going to be about right now, it's probably safe to say that everybody enjoys having friends. And whether you want one friend or a hundred friends, to some degree, we like to have people around us. So, you know, humans are pack animals, kind of like wolves and dogs, and unless you're just... Um, you know, unless you've had friends surrounding you always and never have been alone, you most people, you know, would like to make a couple of friends or a couple more friends. Now, some people have a harder time uh, getting friends, and sometimes people feel lonely. Some people are shyer, whatever. And maybe people dread having to make new friends, or they hate that feeling of rejection if somebody doesn't like you. Those are all human feelings, but in those moments when you're trying to be really nice and break the ice with somebody by saying something funny and your maybe potential friend just looks at you and walks away, that is hurtful. But if you had, uh, you know, 50 cents for every time that happened to you, you might be writing and talking about this um, at a different place. But, you know, here is the kind of the lifelong question is how do you make friends 
especially in a friendless situation. So first of all, you really can't care so much about what people think of you. The key is the, to be the star you are, to always just be yourself, be your best self, be who you are. Whether people know you and consider you to be outgoing or not doesn't really matter. But what people don't know is that the simple act of just talking to people, which could maybe make you uncomfortable, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. So although you might be in situations where you feel awkward, get to the point where you don't care what the outcome is. You're just there because you're you and you're just bringing your best self. I always think that we are a gift. So bring yourself as a gift. Now, you don't have to be outgoing to make friends. If you have to push yourself to be comfortable when it comes to talking to new people, just do it. You know, sometimes you have to force yourself out of that comfort zone, even though you really don't like it, because what happens? Usually something great will happen, and you're not going to say, oh, I'm a boring person. Chances are uh, that other people are feeling the same way, so somebody has to break the ice. So, you know, when you're trying to uh, go into a situation where you don't know anyone, just attempt to talk and be happy that, that you're having a conversation. The next thing is don't be judgmental. Now, this applies to all of us. If we're all, you know, creatures of habit. So if you are critical of other people, you know, we have to stop doing that judgment thing. And the same thing is flipped. Don't believe that everyone is trying to judge you because that's really not the case. Again, just bring yourself to the party. So, yes, it sounds like a cliche to be yourself, but it is the most significant point at all, of all because if you try to impress people or you try to make friends, and I don't like the word try because I believe what Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try, but you're going to end up unhappy and people can see that that's phony and fake. So if you can't enjoy yourself around people, you know, just go out there and at least just be yourself. And if you're being shy, don't be afraid to say, hey, you know, I'm not that good around people, but I am interested in getting to know you. So try hanging out with people who do different things, you know, meet different people who are not in a group that perhaps you would be really comfortable in. So when you, you might meet, you know, go with a friend and meet somebody else. If all else fails, you know, just be patient. Like Dr. Seuss said, be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. So you don't want to force anything and trust it. You just want to take your the moments that you are alone, use them as opportunities to get your to get to know yourself better. Don't get discouraged when you are feeling kind of isolated because there is a plan for you. Now, in the book, Be the Star You Are, I have penned the gift of friendship. And this is one of my favorite stories because it is about a pen pal that I've had now since I was eight years old. So this is in Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. You can find the book at starstyleradio.net under store. And all proceeds from the book benefit the charity Be the Star You Are and help keep this radio show on the air. So when I was nine, my fourth grade teacher, Sister Mary McCartan, announced a student in Ireland was looking for an American pen pal. Now, I had no idea what a pen pal was, so my hand did not shoot up. 
But after class, sister whispered to me that she thought I was the perfect match for this young Irish girl. She's the eldest in her family. She's very bright and outgoing. She loves to have fun. And I know you both very well. And I feel sure you could become fast friends. Of course, Sister Mary McCartan said it in her Irish brogue she did. Well, Nora's letter arrived from Dublin about two weeks later. It was this beautiful cursive handwriting with a fountain pen on fine, pale blue parchment paper. There were fascinating foreign stamps decorating the envelope, and her words flowed off the page into my heart like the prose of Keats. Everything in her existence was lovely. Her mum was Mary Daly, and her dad was Brian Daly. Nurse looked after the lot. <laughs> there were nine... There were nine children in the family, and she went to a convent school taught by the Holy Faith nuns, just as I did in California. I was mesmerized that this Irish girl, so like me, lived in a strange land and probably spoke with a strange voice. But I wrote back, and soon the letters were flying across the ocean at amazing speeds. And every day when our postman, Mr. Ichikawa, came to the end of our lane, I was waiting to see if a letter had arrived from the green Ireland. And as soon as I received a letter, I'd spend hours writing back, giving Nora all the news of California and living on the farm. My 4-H activities, taking care of chickens, driving tractors, picnics in the hill, dressing up like the Holy Faith nuns. It was obvious we were becoming best friends. None of the nuns seemed surprised when nine years later, Nora and I planned our first in-person get-together. Now, I had been chosen to be the teen ambassador to Holland for the United States, and Nora was being sent to work in Belgium. So we decided to meet at the Antwerp train station. I was so nervous. I mean, what if I didn't recognize her? What if we couldn't find anything to talk about? What if, after all these years of writing, we didn't even like each other? Well, our eyes met across the tracks, and like in the movies, I ran towards her yelling, Nora, in my loud farm girl voice, as she kind of sang, Cynthia, her beautiful Irish lilt, <laughs> our face-to-face -face meeting only endeared us more to one another. We were absolutely the best of friends, with many adventures awaiting us. I flew to Ireland to meet her parents and eight brothers and sisters, becoming an honorary Daily family member. And Nora, traveled, Nora and I traveled the Irish countrysides. We went dancing. We explored museums. We spent hours in girl talk. And I actually introduced to her to her future fiancé, Fergus, at a party. A few years later, the wedding date was set, and I was to be her maid of honor. As I was sitting in the Los Angeles airport, awaiting my flight to Ireland, I was paid to take an emergency call. It was her mother, Mum Mary. Fergus, her fiancé, had just been killed in a plane crash. Devastated, I continued my journey so I could stand behind my best friend at his funeral instead of at their wedding. It was a very, very sad time. But with this tragedy, our friendship deepened. Letters flowed across the 8,000 miles, and every time I was in Europe, we were together. The years passed. She met another wonderful man, and she became Nora Norden, living in Norway. I also married the same year. We both had children, and we both continued to share our joys and sorrows over the miles and the years. And whenever possible, we got together, and sometimes we talked on the phone. More than three decades have passed, and we still consider ourselves sisters and best friends. Each of us has saved our letters and cards and 
we dream about creating a movie based on our friendship. Through good, bad, hard, sad times, we've been there absolutely 100% for one another. And I'm still dazzled by her intelligence, her compassion, her beauty, and her great humor. And she still finds me the wild, crazy, enthusiastic, energizer bunny I've always been. Now we're email pals, but still write proper paper letters uh, from time to time. She's better at it than I am. The world changes, technology advances, yet we remain best friends. And I am proud to be an honorary Irish woman because of Nora Catherine Daly Norden. Thank you, pen pal. Now, Nora taught me the value of having and being a true friend. Friendship should not be measured in quantity, but in quality. We can have many wonderful and caring acquaintances, but only a few true friends. I know in the depths of my spirit that no matter what happened to me or my family, Nora would be there for me in every way possible. And she knows she can count on me for anything. True friendship is forever. And I find it infinitely sad how lightly many of us regard our friendships. We confuse acquaintances and business associates with friends. We go for quantity, not quality. I am proud to say that I don't have a lot of friends, but my friends are all true friends among the most important people in my world. When you have such a friend, you do have the greatest gift in the world. Now, when it comes to true friendship, it's not about a competition because true friendship offers mutual respect, admiration, trust, joy, kindness, and support. A true friend doesn't judge, but will tell the truth when necessary, however painful that may be. And such a friend loves unconditionally. And despite all the flaws, it's never a yes person. True friendship is understanding, consoling, and ever-present. So you need to stop for a moment and think about the people in your life. Do you have true friends? Do you have people you trust? Do you have people you can count on through thick and thin no matter what circumstances and distances separate you? Or are you surrounded by people who are only with you by chance? Do you have people in your life who love you just the way you are while supporting you in your growth, your changes, and your advancement and your environment? You really have to stop and think about it. So here's an exercise called Friends Forever. And this are... This is a list of things you can do to be a friend forever. First of all, listen with your heart. Really hear what your friend says and know how to read between the lines. When a friend is having a bad day, do something special to show you care. Sometimes just listening is all that is important for that person at that particular time. Write a note, send flowers, bake cookies, offer a back rub. Take time to be a good friend, especially when time is the most precious and difficult thing to give. Say no when you mean no, and yes when you mean yes. Don't be wishy-washy. Offer advice only when your friend can benefit from it. Say please, thank you, and I treasure you often. Be there when you are needed most. Show up the rest of the time, too. Don't take advantage of any situation. Give true friendship priority over almost everything else in your life. You know, Oprah Winfrey has said, lots of people want to ride in the limo with you. But what you want is someone who will take the bus with you when your limo breaks down. 
So are you there for your friends when they need you? You really only need one true friend to make life worth living. So you want to find a friend today. And you can earn a friend by being a friend. So those are just some tips on being a friend, becoming a friend, and having friends. It's, it's a, very, uh, in, a very important situation to make sure that you care for the friends that you have so that you know that you, those friends will be with you for the rest of your life. My two best friends from college, I met the first couple days of college. They're still my best friends here in the States. And we don't have to get together all the time or talk all the time in order for us to feel connected. In fact, you know, we always pick up right where we left off. And whenever we want to talk, need to talk, need a shoulder to cry on, we're there for one another. And that's what real friendship is, is just knowing that somebody always has your back and that there's always going to be that special person for you. So the last thing I wanted to talk about today is how to clear some of your cerebral clutter because we all get that. You don't need more time. You just need less static. Now, how leaders adopt a mindful way is... They slow down their tech intrusion. Nothing derails like distractions. You become overworked and overwhelmed. And and sometimes with technology, especially now we have all the social media and you have to keep up with it, that can really be overwhelming. So besides constantly checking our smartphones, we're switching screens on our computers 18 to 37 times an hour. And that's according to a University of California Irvine study. So, We're always on. So savvy execs learn to turn it off or to take breaks. You have to ease the grind. So another study showed that the average person can work for 40 to 90 minutes before the performance begins to degrade. So what that means is at that point, even answering a simple email can just drag on and on. So you need to step back, give your brain a chance to reset. So just even get up, walk around your desk, take a walk down the hall, go get a drink of water. That'll reset or just sit at your desk and do a few deep breaths. Be deliberate to further combat a scattered approach and get to mindfulness, which is called managing that gap between your thoughts and actions. What's the essential step? Stay in the present rather than ruminate over the past or obsess over the future. So to clear your brain and to be mindful, you have to be able to think clearly. Now, create habits. High-performing executives keep strict work routines that ensure a productive workflow. These are like your personal operating rhythms, and most of them start early. Sometimes you're leaving very early for work in the morning, but the most important thing is don't check your emails first. First thing in the morning, take care of yourself. And learn to set some limits. So if you really want to spend nights and weekends with the family, you have to set those limits. Such limits are called guardrails, and what they do is they keep your life from getting off track. Without that balance between your personal and your professional life, you're not going to perform as well. So it's important in order to perform well that we set limits. And again, just be mindful. doesn't mean being like a monk. It just means being aware of what's going on. And then, you know, like a compass, you want to find your true north. 
you ever pause to consider what's driving you? For some, it's the simple obligation to get tasks done or to get paid. But other loftier uh, reasons are perhaps to have a better life or to make a difference in the lives of others, perhaps a difference in the life of your family. Usually peak performers are value-based and inspired by our noble purpose. So to really motivate people, we really have to have a higher carrot, something that is going to be a quality of life which will determine a quality of the experience. And then find something intrinsic or within your control that's going to provide drive for you because motivation works best when it comes from within. And learning to be motivated is a skill. You can learn to choose and create optimal motivational experiences anytime, anywhere. And then recall your roots. You ever push so hard that you forget where you drew the line on the job in the first place? The danger of too much drive is that it distracts people from makes them, you know, dance well. So don't forget to connect with what you enjoy about the work because we do want to love what we do and do what we love. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to go to college and find out what we need to bring, how do we decorate, and let the fun and education begin. My name is Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. We'll be right back. Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. If you're finding it hard to get going and stay going, how about making a wager with a coworker? Decide a goal that you both want to reach. Maybe it's to be the top salesperson of the month or to find the time to exercise three times a week. Make your reward something that you'll look forward to receiving and make a deadline for your achievement and a tangible compensation. Perhaps you wage at a dinner, an exclusive restaurant, a cruise on the lake, or a round of golf. You'll be motivated to reach your goal when you know there is an award at the finish line that you will really enjoy. Create an incentive to motivate yourself and others to be the best because you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For more information about coaching or to get a consultation, call 925 925- 377-STAR, that's 925-377-7827, or visit star-style.com. Be the star you are, light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you You are the star. Pump up 
up your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, hosted by the passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Find all you need in a life. Well, you are listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I want to remind you once again that the Pear and Wine Festival is coming up on September 26th. Visit starstyleradio.net and go to events to find out more. We will be giving away books thanks to our sponsors, Children's Success Unlimited, La Miranda Weekly, and Michael Verbrugge Construction. And now you've probably all heard about these very severe California fires that are happening now. It is so, we're in such a drought here, it's very, very dry, and the fires have just devastated a big portion of uh, Middletown and Lake County, and people have lost their homes. So Be the Star You Are will be doing a disaster relief as soon as we find out uh, where the best place to get these materials um, to the people are, probably through the fire department. But our hearts go out to everyone, and we hope that the firefighters will stay safe. So our segment now is about college. So many people who are starting have already uh, moved into the dorms. Some schools have not started yet, but people are packing up and getting ready to start. I've heard from a number of our uh, teens, volunteers, and radio reporters who have started their first year of college, and they're they're having a great time, but it's overwhelming. So first of all, let's talk about what would be good to pack for college, and then I'll do a little bit of how you can design your rooms on a shoestring budget. When Heather was going to college, uh, she and I, we did uh, presentations, actually, at at different um, colleges and spas and things on how to help people, you know, get their rooms looking great. And we actually were, uh, had Heather's place was featured in the San Diego Magazine, a big spread, because it was all on a shoestring. So here is what you want to get packing for college, because college classes are starting now, which means College packing, if it already hasn't started, is definitely, you know, you've got to get moving on it. So it's an exciting time for the teens in in life right now. It's a time you get to not only move out, but you plan your own future. You get to plan your dorm room or your apartment room or wherever it is you're going to be. And I'm sure you're stressing about what to bring and how you possibly fit everything that you own into a tiny room. And the answer is you will not fit everything into a tiny room (laughs) because it's not possible. So you just need to uh, relax and know that depending on where you're going to college, if you're going by plane, you're probably only going to be taking a couple suitcases. If you were staying in the area where you live and you can drive, then you can pack your car pretty full. But you have to also keep in mind what how the size of the space that you're going to be in and then don't forget if you forget something or you know something you bought isn't working if you bought it at one of the larger stores they're all over the country so just hold on to your receipts and while it is true that it's super helpful to have as much as you can already bought and organized sometimes it's good just to go and get a few things when you arrive there because 
It might look a little different in person than it did when you saw the pictures online. And, you know, some things may not work as you thought that they were. So you want to be as meticulous as you can in packing because you're going to have to pare down your list. And then once you get to college, hopefully you're not missing things. But if you are, you will be able to go and get it. So let's assume that you're moving into a dorm that you're going to be sharing. And probably that means you're going to have a twin bed. So you're going to want to have a mattress. And usually in a dorm, the bed's already there. If you're moving into an apartment and there's no beds, you're going to have to get a bed. But if you're in a dorm, usually the beds are there. You'll need to get a a mattress pad, an allergy protector for the mattress because who knows what's been on that mattress before. The sheets probably get the twin extra large uh, pillow inserts, you know, for the shams, a bed skirt because you'll probably want to be putting lots of things uh, underneath um, the bed. A headboard, maybe it's a bookshelf or something because you don't, a lot of the dorms, have a brick wall, so you don't really want to be hitting your head on a brick wall. And then don't forget your twin either comforter or blanket or duvet cover. Uh, under the bed organizers, you can just use plastic drawers. You can get shoe organizers, and that'll help with the space. You just get one of those that hangs in your closet. A small mirror and maybe a full-size mirror. You'll probably want a drying rack because uh, there's, it's possible that you're going to be uh, washing some of your clothes out in the restroom. And you'll need towels and probably at least two towels, a couple hand towels, a couple washcloths. If you have a sink in your room, like when I was living in Bordeaux, France, I love the fact that we all had sinks and bidets in our rooms. That was, that was great. So if you have a sink in your room... You can either put a skirt around it so that you could put more things under there, or maybe it's big enough and you might be able to fit um, another organizer. And the same thing with if you're having a shared shower, you're going to want some shower shoes, a shower caddy, desk organizers, that's for the inside of your desk and outside, and perhaps a cushion for your chair. Then as far as decor, that's something that's rather personal. You might want to bring a couple things from home and then maybe let it develop as you are in school. And for curtains, uh, you'll need a tension rod to hang your curtains on or your window treatments. But you may not know the size until you get there. So you may, not, you may have to wait for that. If you are bringing your laptop, which I think everybody does, you might need an Ethernet cable. I don't know. Not I don't know if Wi-Fi is going to be effective everywhere, and they might have to have Ethernet. An overnight bag because you'll probably be doing sleepovers. Organizers for perhaps your jewelry, your socks, and all of that. You can get those that hang in your closet, or you can get small organizers for an end table for things that you wear often. You'll want some drawer dividers and, of course, a backpack so you can get to and from your classes. Uh, Laundry supplies. Don't forget the stain remover and detergent. And then cleaning supplies, and then you can keep these in a container. You probably want some Clorox wipes, some, you know, Windex or some glass spray, maybe a Swifter duster. 
you'll probably also want an iron and a mini vac would really be helpful. I always think it's good to have a toolkit, you know, that has a little hammer and a screwdriver and some nails and things because you're going to want to be hanging stuff. Um, if it's a washer dryer that's in your building that you have to pay for, might want to get a lot of change because those quarters go fast. So bring or make a laundry hamper, textbooks, your school supplies, you know, those kind of things you'll probably get when you get to school. And, um, you know, a glass water bottle, uh, first aid kit. Don't forget the first aid kit. And maybe some, you know, you might, if you are prone to colds, because it happens when you get to college, it seems like your system goes a little cra- crazy. You might want to uh, keep some cold medicine on hand. Then a plastic tub for uh, organizing things, you know, the small things, like your makeup if for women, um, and maybe, you know, your scrunchies and hair bands. And for larger things, you'll want your toiletries. And you, if you're going to an area that has winter clothes, summer clothes, you may want to have two different bins for that. And then just an empty plastic tub just to store any of the extra things that you get over this, you know, get over the semester. Then you'll need your printer, paper, ink. Um, maybe you'll need a room rug um, and a small rug for your bedside. Uh, let's see. Oh, command strips and a power cord, probably a lamp and a clock. Uh, even if you have your phone, it's good to have uh, a clock. A dry erase board works good just so that you can keep notes for yourself. And um, a key holder. A uh, a calendar, having a desk calendar or an agenda. And of course, hangers. You need those hangers. And you'll be probably getting lots of t-shirts when you get to college. So don't bring too many. Just bring what you need. And as far as winter clothes, maybe a jacket, a couple pairs of jeans, scarf, boots, and something long sleeve. And then if you left something at home, hopefully you'll just be going back. And you'll be visiting in a few months. So Anything that's really necessary, you'll be able to pick up. Now, as far as um, decorating, you're probably just so happy to be out on your own and away from your parents that you trade your Hello Kitty sheets for the goth black or your little mermaid posters for those that your mom would probably disapprove of. Um, They're probably proclaiming sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But after all that novelty wears off, you might yearn for something more cozy, more comfortable, more soothing, something more like home. So you can create a fresh, youthful arrangement when you're in college and on a budget. And you can do that by just kind of picking up a theme. So, for example, if you're in a warm, sunny place, you might make it, you know, an ocean theme. What is it that you like being around? You can find things at flea markets. You can find things at, um, at these festivals And, of course, just you can go online and get things that you want. But if you did not have to consider a roommate, what would your dream decor be? These are questions you ask yourself. What colors do you like? Are you going to be entertaining? What are your special needs? Do you have a particular style? And then be really clear on your budget. So those are just a few tips. But the best part of it all is that you can, you know, get things at the dollar store and you'll be able to get a lot of traded items. But 
when you go to college, it's all about learning and having fun. So the most important thing is to get, uh, get there and get your education. So thank you for being great listeners and allowing us into your life every week. Make sure you're tuned in right here on Voice America Empowerment Channel, Wednesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, and listening to Heather Brittany and myself, Cynthia Bryan. For more information about Star Style Productions, please visit star-style.com. To make a donation to Be The Star You Are, visit bethestarur.org, and we are celebrating our 17th year. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. So cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And until we are together next Wednesday from 4 to 5, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference, and visit StarStyleRadio.net and listen to past shows and find out what events are happening. Thanks for joining me. We'll play next week. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. Keep caring. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program. Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.